You are now listening to the number one podcast in the world, Voice of the Youth Generation, the Low Mid Podcast. You already know what the fuck going on. It's your boy, Huey Revolution. As always, I got the homies with me, Nemo the Zeus. What's up? What's up, y'all? And your boy, Ramil. What's going on, y'all? What's good? So today we're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about baby. We're going to talk about boxing, YouTube boxing to be specific. Uh, we're going to talk about Trippy Red, Kid Boo. We're going to do a top three, of course, which for today is our top three favorite bars that, from ourselves. From ourselves. Our yeah. top three, you know what I'm saying? Two of the three of us are rappers. Technically, Ra is a rapper. He's rapped on songs before. Credentially speaking. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Credentially. I, I yeah, so we're we're going to get on with a low mid tape. You did. You did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we've, got, <laughs> we've got low mid songs out. And so we're going to just tell you guys what we think our favorite bars from ourselves are. Then after that, we're going to get into a good old-fashioned show-and-tell segment. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. So, uh, y'all ready? Let's get into this shit, bye. Let's get it. Okay, first and foremost, the baby's uh, debut mainstream album came out this past Friday, right? Yeah, it came out uh, Friday, I think. Right? Called Kirk. I mean, if you want to call it a debut. Well, I, I mean, yeah. well, oh, shit, this is actually, it's his second studio album. Oh. But it's his... Uh, I guess this one definitely had the feel of like an official. It's the first debut. like super mainstream one. Yeah, yeah. honestly, I thought the last one was his debut, but now he's saying that this one is his debut. So he know. says it's his debut. He's yeah. treating this one like with care. Like he just dropped yeah. the last one. He's doing the promo run for this one. And he's like, you so know what I'm saying? Well, we're not going to do a proper review right now. Maybe if y'all want us to do an in depth review, let us know. But we just wanted to give our general like opinions and thoughts since like he's one of the biggest artists out right now, and he just dropped a project. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do y'all think about the album? That shit is is cool. Thirteen tracks, it's not too long. Not too long. That was I appreciated that as well. To your point earlier, it's not long. Um, about what we all expected from the nigga. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's, it's, it's just about what I expected. Um, I haven't really dived into it too much, so can't say too much, but I like what I hear so far. It sounds like a step in the right direction for him, I guess. I think it's okay, <laughs> personally. Uh, I like the baby at times. Like I like certain songs of his, for sure. He's got his own style. The only thing I was afraid of is like I think I said this before, like going into his album or like just his music in general is like, is it gonna start to feel too stagnated yeah. and like the same? And for me, he's he's good at his lane. Like he's good at what he does. Like he has his own style. He raps in the way that he raps. And my only thing is like he kind of raps the same flow over like every beat. And sometimes it like really works. Sometimes not so much. Sometimes it's just okay. I feel like he has one of those styles where it's like. You can't ever really be like, oh, that shit was whack. You know what I mean? Because it's never like a song that I hear by him. Like, you know, this shit is like garbage. It's just samey. It's just but, like, Yeah, oh. it's just very similar on yeah. a lot of tracks. And that's my major gripe with it is like a lot of the songs sound the same. And he's not the most versatile artist by any stretch at all. Like he kind of does just the same thing. He doesn't yeah. really, I mean, he kind of experiments with some different flows and like voices, but it doesn't work that well because you can tell he's just more comfortable doing what he does. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but I thought the the album got better as it went on. But overall, I just kind of thought it was just okay. Yeah, like he he's definitely good. He hasn't, he, he's found his pocket, like as far as like what he does well in rap and his niche. Um, I kind of was out like for this album, because the, the way he was talking about it in the lead up to it, it definitely 
I thought it was going to be a little bit more different than like club records mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It, most of the shit is just club records. And yeah, I thought he was gonna go with like more introspective, introspective type of lyrical. Yeah, type that's of what thing. I got off y'all of really the intro. Thought, y'all thought that for real because he dedicated this album to his father. And from the intro track, which was more perspective, mm. you know what I'm saying. I thought the whole album would be more of a mix of that. Plus, of course, the turn up shit. You know what I'm saying. You got to have that, but you know that's kind of what I was expecting more of was just the I, introspective stuff. I, see, I I would I would have been I was hoping for that, and there was some of that on here, mm-hmm. but I was kind of was expecting like the more you know, generic the baby type tracks where he's talking about bitches and money. He does have the, like, the intro is very interesting. Well, is, the, the intro, intro is pretty introspective. introspective. <laughs> the intro is definitely introspective compared to the rest of the project. Yeah. And the concept, I mean, I, to me, it kind of just seemed like a dedication to his dad, more so like I was, I'm going to get in depth about this. Yeah, that's yeah, what I, yeah, that's yeah. how I looked yeah, at it. Right. So yeah. I wasn't expecting much different with that. I was like, oh, this is like in his honor, but I figured he was still just going to do his thing since it is his debut. I didn't expect him to stray too far from like what people know him for, but I would have liked to just see more experimentation. You know, he's not really known as a super in-depth artist. That would have been cool to hear because he has a cool rapping style, but yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what I, I could say that would make it better, but I would like to see more versatility from him. Um, yeah, because like even the songs like that pop star song mm-hmm. where he's kind of almost kind of trying to do auto tune singing. Yeah. And it's like it sounds like he's just talking and they like just put some heavy auto tune on it. Like he <laughs> didn't really try to sing it or nothing. You just kind of like, I don't know, make it sound different. And the thing with him is that his flow has become like the biggest talking point of his rapping. And it's just like, bro, it's the same flow. It's the same flow. It's, it's the, the same, same flow, flow every time. If it's we're the being same honest. flow, like every beat. So if he does, like, even if it's a, even if it's a slight change, you're like, oh shit, okay, I kind of hear something. Because when you listen to him rap, like we know, it's just like the kind of like the same shit. So when he changed, like on, I can't remember the fucking name of the song, but he definitely did. Like on intro, in some ways, I think he changed his flow. I have to look, go back and listen to it again. But I mean, overall, that the project was generally good. For, you know, it was a good album for somebody like him, his lane. You know what I'm saying? Like, but as far as like albums across the board, it's just kind of like it didn't give me like that grandiose feel that I guess he kind of marketed it to be. It kind of could have sounded like it just could have been like another commercial tape or something. Yeah, man. What do you think of the features on it? My favorite part of the album was when the beat switches with that Money Back Yo feature. That so that was like the highlight of the entire project for me because I was like the beat is going all I was like none of the beat a lot of the beats were good but none of them really did that thing like you know where mm-hmm. it's like oh shit except for like that moment right there that one's like stood out to me so um but besides that the features were cool they were alright they were alright Migos okay. the Migos had a good feature on that shit the Migos you know what I'm saying that was a nice that was a nice feature well, y'all Nikki think did about, her thing. yeah Nikki's post retirement feature. Mm. <laughs> right, right, right. I was, she probably uh, she sent that shit in right before the deadline. She was like, "Hold on, I'm about to retire." Eleven fifty nine. Yeah, eleven fifty nine. She turned that shit into our college. Right. <laughs> she was yeah. Her verse was tight. It was on okay. That. Yeah, her verse was tight. Her rapping was cool. Didn't care too much for the pop star singingness. No, <laughs> you know. But her energy was on point. I'll give her that. Yeah, she I, did I, the I Nikki thing. That. So the Nikki you know, thing. Yeah. she's been with features lately. You notice, like she's like. It seems like people are trying to keep her, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, keep her in the public eye with these features. 
like with Chance doing it and the baby doing it. The baby was the hardest, like the mm. hottest new artist. She's been on like she was on some other album that just came out recently that was pretty hot from another artist. So it seems like she's trying to definitely still prove that, you know what I'm saying, she can hang. You know what I will say? I wish I would have seen a little bit more interesting features from the baby because the baby has featured on like everyone's project so far. Yeah, he was like on everyone. He was on chance. Um like. he did have some features that were I don't know. I just think like a weirder feature could have meshed well with his more generic style, you know? Like how would a Travis Scott feature feature with the baby? I don't know. I don't know if that would work. I'm thinking more like a Jid or like a Earth Gang type thing. Yeah. Like that would be cool. Yeah. Because like cool. he did he shined bright on the Dreamville project. Like that was cool. So I was thinking something like that. Wait, wasn't the baby on Earth Gang project? He was. He was well, on, on Earth, Earth Project. Gang? On Earth Gang? I don't know. I, didn't I thought know. he was. On, I, think, I know he's on Dreamville. I didn't listen to the Earth Gang. I mean, Project Dream Chasers three. I know he's on Dream Changers. Yeah, this nigga everywhere, bro. Um, you mean Revenge of the Dreamers? Revenge of the you Dreamers. Said Dream Chasers. Dream Chasers. <laughs> Fucking Meek Mill and shit. Revenge of the Dreamers three. He was definitely on that. But yeah, man. I just. Oh no, I'm tripping. He's not on Earth Gang. A lot of people like the baby, and I I can see why. And I like he's guys lane, and I I'm not hating on him at all. But just for me personally. His stuff right now is too much of the same. Maybe it's just I'm hearing him too much because he's been everywhere. But I'm, nah, nah. I, honestly, I think it's kind of like his stuff is kind of just too similar. Yeah, every song is kind of like sounds the same almost. And so. I think I think a lot of people who really like his biggest supporters are people who can relate to that lifestyle. Like he makes music for you know what I'm saying dope dealers, dope dealers, and like you know what I'm saying, like people who live that kind of flashy, you know what I'm saying, kind of lifestyle, like club music like you know what i'm saying that kind of life so i guess not to say that we don't enjoy his music yeah but, but he, you know eh, i don't know we yeah. know we know what it is we know what it is that's that's really all i have to say personally yeah. is yeah it's all it's all right it's all right project um the next thing he drops are you gonna listen to it if just based off this album no but if like people tell me like oh it's fine i'll check it out okay yeah i i think there's definitely i mean it's his first project he has room for improvement yeah yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, it's all right. Any other th- closing thoughts on that? No. Okay, so what do we want to talk about next? You know, l- let's get the uh, the uh, trippy red kid yeah. boo situation. If you showing any unreleased music to trippy red, be very careful that if that song is hot, that this nigga might just take this shit and upload itself to his album. I'm talking straight facts. It happened to me. I showed him a song back in April, my birthday. And I want him to be on my album, my single. He called me back singing it, telling me not to drop it. That he was going to drop a verse. Woo, woo, woo. The nigga went ghost on me. His album drops. And then I see this shit. Come here, look at this shit. I Try, right? From his album. Now, the song I sent him was called I Try. And this is when I did it. Back in March. You feel me? Play his shit right quick. And then we can play ours after. <laughs> We sent them, play that one.
point. Men lie, women lie. Session five days don't. You heard? Y'all know Trippy Red? Nah, I don't know him. Y'all know Kid Boo? <laughs> nah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, fuck. Get the clone, nigga. <laughs> so there's this kid named Kid Boo. There's this other kid named Trippy Red. They're both rappers. Actually, well, Kid Boo, not really a kid. Oh, yeah, he's a uh, man boo. Uh, 30 year old boo <laughs> what the fuck? 30, 30 33 year old boo uh, <laughs> so we got him he goes by the alias of kid boo uh, he's got pink dreads uh yeah you guys know him he's got the majin boost symbol on his forehead and we got trippy red he's got red hair he's got different stuff on his forehead and on his face in terms of tattoos they got into a little bit of an altercation not physically, but internet-wise and music industry-wise. So here's the situation. Trippy Red made an album called Question Mark, right? On that album was a song called I, I Try, right? Kid Boo uh, released a video where he was like, yo, Trippy Red stole my fucking song, dude. I sent him my song, I Try, to be a part of a feature on his project. But instead, Trippy Red just left me on red after saying I was going to be on the project, didn't hit me up, and then just dropped the album and stole my song, stole the beat, and stole what I was saying, and just, and the title, and made it a song on the album called I Try. And Trippy Red responded to this in a video uh, with the Juice World feature. Juice World was in the video in the back. Shout um, out Juice World. Yeah, shout out Juice World. Uh, but Trippy Red was like, yo, man, that nigga sent me that shit, and that shit was trash. So, <laughs> so I basically just... Changed the beat up, took him off the song, and he was doing the I try thing, but I changed it up, you know? And I was like, I try. And then, uh, yeah, I, I just released the song. He didn't really go too in-depth, but he, he basically was just admitting, like, yeah, I took that shit because he was ass. But, yeah. So what do y'all think about this situation, man? Yeah, I think Trippy Red is just so immature, bro. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> lame. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of lame, bro. It is. Like, that's like... <laughs> Somebody tells you their idea for a project and you just take it and release it first. And then you don't yeah. even be apologetic about it. You don't even think you did shit wrong. You don't give a fuck. You just like, and you just yeah. did a little. He didn't give a fuck at all. He, and the, the fact that he him. didn't respond to him, like, have they ever done a song together before? I don't think so. Not that I know of. Um, you know, I it. think Kid Boo is an industry plant personally. So, yeah, yeah, you is. know, sometimes their labels get with certain artists and Trippy Red has been one of those artists for certain other artists in the past where they're like, yeah. do a song with him. And maybe this time he's just like, no, I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> but I will take this song. So maybe it was a situation like that because I was going to say, if Trippy Red thought he was trash, why would he even entertain entertaining this in the first place? Yeah. You right. You know what I mean? You, and like you said, to this point, it could be another, like what's the people around it was like, yo, you should do a song with him because maybe a streaming purposes or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Most likely those. labels saying, Oh, we trying to get kid boo going up, you know? Yeah. Or do labels do that shit? Yes. For industry plans, they definitely do. They'll pay you to be like, okay, let's get them on trippy red song. That's how you have these people who you've never heard of on like these huge albums. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> With like one single out or like two singles out and they're on like trippy reds album or that. Yeah. That's how that shit works. Okay, a lot of the so time. It's like they pay you to give somebody else like a rub. Yeah, Basically, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Especially when you're somebody like a Trippy or like um, like these kind of artists that are kind of just making music. They're not really, like their albums don't always have concepts. They're kind of just like, fuck it, I'm making a bunch of songs. Right, They'll whatever like, comes like, to like, mind. Shit, let me, put, get, let me get on a feature. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, man. I think it's kind of, 
yeah, Trippy Red is kind of immature. And the fact that he was just kind of like, I'll send you the Addy nigga, pull up on me and all this shit. Like, then he went straight to the, like, let's fucking, like, let's go type let's shit. fight over a song I Off stole of a song you. that you stole from Kid Boo. And I don't even like Kid Boo. He seems like a very weird dude, but I got to be with him <laughs> on this, like, this side of, like, you definitely stole his song. So that's kind of whack. And he seemed like he actually cared about that song, too. Yeah, man. <laughs> he was kind of sad about it. He was like, even though he started off the, where is he from? Damn, that's a good question. Because he started Kid off Boo? with the most New Orleans um, catchphrase. Oh, you're, 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 like, come yeah, on, I don't bro. even know where you're from. Nah, he do bro. sound like New Orleans, though. And that's what I got. Nah, he doesn't usually. He did with at the beginning of the video. Like He always has to do some like head-ass shit at the beginning of the, like, on, <laughs> on whatever he does. <laughs> well, shit, just like what he said, everybody's a clone of Lil Wayne. <sighs> God damn it. God damn it, that's true. He's, he, it isn't, he's 31. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. This nigga's 31. Yeah, we were yeah. serious. Yeah. Oh, shit. But. I don't know, wait a minute. I'm trying to see where he's from. He's from, oh, he's from. um Florida? No, he's from, uh, he was born in New Jersey. He was born in Jersey. Okay, so why the fuck is he talking like that? <laughs> <laughs> but then he, he would eventually You're... move to South Florida in search of a better life. His At what, like 29? <laughs> <laughs> he had already went through shit in Jersey. He just was like, I'm just going to claim Florida now. Anyway. Nah, yeah, um, damn. Yeah. Rob, what do you think about this? I mean, I agree with y'all. Just basically like, okay, this shit is like, this is just some, this is some dumb <laughs> shit. Like, what you, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, why? Like. Bruh, like I could just imagine him actually just being back in the cut. Like, I actually kind of wanted to have this song myself, bro. Like, <laughs> no shit, no shit. It was for you, and Chippy Red just kind of was like, "This is nah, dog. Let me get that." This is why you don't just send shit out to people, man, because they have no obligation to. There's no honor system in the music industry. Yeah, what the fuck? Because, man, I'm telling y'all, some of these uh, producers out here. They'll send me like beats that are like unreleased or like exclusive beats that they don't like give out to anyone else. And there's nothing, if I wasn't just a good person, there's nothing holding me back from just stealing all like 80 of these beats and just like, you know what I mean? Like, you got to be careful with that. I'm a good person. So I'm not just going to steal your shit if you send it to me in confidence. But don't just be sending shit out to people, man. You can't trust everybody. Put a tag on it. Make sure you get timestamps and time codes, screenshots. All that shit, so you can actually do something about it if niggas do steal your wave and steal your your uh, art. But other than that, man, yeah, Trippy Red. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, I listen to both songs. Trippy Red song is better. <laughs> Trippy Red song is better to me. I didn't listen to all the way through, but I was like, okay, this I try. He's saying I try in a better way than <laughs> than Kid Boo is. <laughs> like nigga, you stole this. Fuck you for stealing this shit. You wrong, but this shit does kind of sound better. <laughs> but it, it don't make it cool though. It, it don't, don't make, make it cool. cool. This shit's still kind of lame. Uh, yeah. Any yeah. other closing thoughts on that? I'm surprised that you trip. I mean, fuck. I'm surprised that you pick Trippy Red's version over Kid Boo. Yeah, no, because I, I know you said you like Kid Boo's version better, but I don't know. Like, I haven't heard either yet, so it'll be interesting. I, I mean, to they're see they're both one. decent to me. You know what I'm saying? They're both like in the same wave. They're very yeah. similar. Yeah, they're, so. they're, they're super similar. <laughs> so it's it's just about a slight this preference. Nigga, this nigga took this nigga's homework and just put his name on. Yeah, exactly. Like he Basically. literally took his school project and was like, "I had to make the beat better." Like nigga, come yeah, on, bro. I, don't I like had the, to change an answer or two here. Don't be. That's that's why <laughs> I, like, I don't like how he handled that shit, bro. That's that not so cool, bro. Lame. You can't just take somebody shit and be like, "Well, I made it better." 
Like, even you know what you, I mean? Even if you want the beat, the proper way to do it is to make an offer for the beat. But it's not even the beat. He took the beat. He took the song concept. He took the, the, took uh, the whole idea of the Yeah, man. He took the, the title idea. and the hook. <laughs> yeah. it's, it, that's not cool, You man. just stole every facet As, of the Especially when you're punching down because you're on a higher level than Kid Boo, bro. You, mm-hmm. you don't do that. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe just a garner sympathy for Kid Boo, though. Now people might be on her side. Don't give Kid Boo any sympathy for anything <laughs> other than this right here. Because he's yeah. still a weird dude. <laughs> but with this, you can be like, oh, that's kind of whack as a situation. You know? Yeah, yeah subjectively speaking, it's whack as fuck. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. So y'all ready to get into this next topic? Yeah. I don't think you realize what you walked into. Mark my words, that motherfucker is going down. KSI versus Logan Paul. What do y'all know about that? Um, KSI is an asshole sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I used to watch his FIFA videos, but then he started trying to be a rapper. I was like, ew, what is this? So I stopped watching him. And then I started watching his brother, and his brother was way funnier. But then his brother started making videos about, oh, KSI is my brother. He started doing all that drama shit. So I started watching both of their asses. Yeah. Uh, Deji's on some weird shit, especially nowadays. Comedy Shorts Gamer, that's KSI's little brother. If y'all don't know KSI or Logan Paul, they're two of the biggest YouTubers in the world. Maybe the biggest YouTubers in the world. They both each have like 20 million. Not the biggest in terms of like, like obviously PewDiePie has the biggest numbers, but in terms of the most visual and like doing the most things, you hear their name the most often, especially right now, it might be KSI and Logan Paul. Y'all know Logan Paul. Uh, if you didn't know him before, you definitely knew him from the whole uh, Japanese suicide forest yeah. incident. It was, he was like the most hated person on the planet for a, for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then after that, he's been trying to t- turn his life around. It's been a few years since that. And him and KSI, who's probably the biggest YouTuber from the UK, got into a boxing match. Uh, what was it last year? Yeah. Last year, man, in August, August 25th. And they... They trained for this fight. KSI had 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 one other boxing match before this um, on an amateur scale, on like a big scale where a lot of people were, were watching against a, a kid named Joe Weller. Logan Paul hadn't had any previous boxing experience, but he was a, a, a state champion wrestler from Ohio. So these guys, they duked it out and they came away with a majority draw decision, a tie. And so now they're having the rematch this November, November the 9th. November the 9th um, they're going to have a rematch and I'm just interested in this whole situation because I don't think people who don't live on the internet kind of like we do understand the magnitude of this situation like imagine like two of the biggest celebrities just out there like Drake mm-hmm. versus Chris Brown. Like that's for 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 Honestly, YouTube. This is probably like Steve-O versus Chris Rock. <laughs> probably. It's like that level of of like, for the internet, this is huge, bruh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine yeah. if you are a nigga that just watches TV all the time. Like, imagine the two biggest TV stars out right now. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm gotcha. saying? So we got KSI, Logan Paul. These are guys with millions and millions of subscribers, followers, all that, fighting in a boxing match. And this time, it's going to be a pro match. 10-ounce gloves, no headgear. Um, 
yeah, six rounds. And they're going to be going pro and they're going to fight each other. Last year, Jake Paul fought Deji, which is KSI's little brother. Jake Paul won, but it was a good fight. Uh, and yeah, what do y'all think? Did y'all watch the press conference at all? No, I didn't. But um, like, it's crazy just because like, I think the most interesting thing about this is like they're actually like the rollout for all of this is like it's it's like people need to just realize like it's a legitimate boxing match. It's that's legit. about to happen. Like it's not just like, oh, they finished getting there and slap slap box each other nah, like they have they i think what they need to do is like i mean because it's like this is it's funny how big this is to like you said a certain audience yeah this is very huge too it's not like it's mainstream no they, CNN, no they have eddie hearn which is one of the biggest boxing promoters yeah. in the world yeah he promotes Tyson, uh anthony joshua's fights mm-hmm. he has promoted the obviously the most the biggest fight maybe in the in the in the uh, past few years, the Anthony Joshua and Ruiz fight and rematch coming up. Mm-hmm. He's promoting this fight. There's going to be like world championship boxing on the undercard of Logan Paul versus KSI, yeah, which I'm a little, game. which is kind of lame because I actually wanted to see more YouTubers fight like last year. But it's also, it just goes to show like the magnitude of this. There's going to be a world championship fight on the undercard of this, this uh, match. And neither one of these guys are professional boxers. They are now. They, well, they have. They, well, they are. Yeah. They well, have pro. They've boxing been trained. Licenses. They've been trained and everything, right? Yeah, man. Uh, KSI. He's working with Mayweather's camp, actually. Oh shit. Yeah, and oh, well. and Shannon Briggs. Y'all know him, former yeah, world heavyweight know, champion the of the name. world. Yeah. He's working with Logan Paul. So they KSI might not even get hit. <laughs> so, so they're they're like working with legit legitimate guys that know boxing and do boxing. Videl Riley, y'all probably don't know who he is, but he's also signed to the Mayweather team, I believe, and he's the coach of KSI. Okay, so give me a little bit more backstory since I know the least about this. Why exactly are they Why fighting they again? Okay, so KSI had a fight with Joe Weller. Y'all don't know him. He's a white guy from the UK. They had beef. They fought. KSI won. Uh, Joe Weller barely threw any punches at all. Like a street fight. No, well, no, 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 a boxing match. They okay. had a boxing match on this scale, but, you know, Joe Weller's no Logan Paul, mm-hmm. so it wasn't as big. But they had a big match. They sold out their arena. KSI won, and at the end of that fight, he called out Jake Paul and Logan Paul. He was like, I got this belt. Any uh, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, you want it? Come and take it. Any other, any other YouTuber, I don't care. Right? So then, such a KSI thing to say. <laughs> Jake, oh God, Jake, so Paul, Jake Paul and Logan Paul were... At first, kind of ducking it, you could tell, right? But I guess they decided this would be a good look, especially for Logan, because it shifts the talk about the suicide force to talking about him as a boxer. Yeah, good business move. Exactly. <laughs> so then Deji, who is KSI's little brother, somehow got involved against uh, Jake Paul. Even better business move. Exactly. <laughs> so now we had the top billing. Logan Paul had accepted the fight. They didn't really know much of each other before this, but just in terms of they're both kind of like, especially at that time, like just assholes with huge egos. You know what I mean? So they, they were getting in each other's face. They weren't backing down, you know, pushing each other, making jokes. KSI's making jokes about this man's girl, his mom, all this shit. So that happens. The press conferences happen. They're all like, I'm going to knock you the fuck out. No, I'm going to knock you out. I'm going to knock you out in the ninth round. I'm going to knock you out in the first 10 seconds. They have the fight. It's a draw. Mm -hmm. So then after that, they're like confused. They're shattered. And if you watch the original fight, this is how it breaks down. KSI, now I'd gone into it. No one knew how Logan was going to fight because he had never had a boxing match before. 
KSI also didn't know how Logan was going to fight, so he kind of underestimated him a bit. Logan Paul washed him in the first two rounds. I think the consensus is that KSI washed him in the later half of the mm-hmm. of the match. So they ended up with a tie. Um, and yeah, man, it's just they just ended up hating each other through just competition and both having huge egos, press conferences, all that. Mm-hmm. KSI called Logan Paul out. Logan accepted Jake. But KSI says that he originally wanted to fight Jake more because he actually hates Jake. And he's just kind of grown to hate Logan Paul at this point. <laughs> I didn't even hate you at first, nigga. Now you just... <laughs> now I actually... Now I hate your ass. So, yeah, but then, you know, Deji got involved. And now we're going to have to wait until after the rematch to see if Jake Paul will fight KSI. But it's going to be weird if Logan beats KSI. And then you try to go to Jake. And then he fights Jake. It's kind of like even if you beat you like Jake, a bitch. it's kind of like you still. You're going like a bitch. Like you, it, would be, it would be cooler to like fight, w- beat Logan and then fight Jake. Now, if Jake won, that would be dope. Nah. It kind of look at Logan like, damn, bro. <laughs> your little brother beat Come this nigga little, ass. Your, your little brother <laughs> wasn't playing no fucking games. Your big brother got your ass whooped. But man, um, did, did y'all watch any of the footage of the other fight? I watched a little bit. What did y'all think? I didn't get to see any. What did so. you think, Nemo? Uh, they both look like amateur, especially KSI. Mm, I'm not going to lie, man. I think Logan, especially earlier on in the fight, looked like a much better technical boxer. He had a much better uh, style, personally. It looked like a lot of haymakers from, from KSI. A lot of wild punches, which, I mean, in the right, I guess he was just like exhausting all options. I can respect him for going for it. But Logan Paul looked like a better boxer to me. And dude, I don't know. Have you you seen how these guys look? Yeah, I'm about to say, are these guys both like kind of big? Oh, they're big now because, you know, but Logan Logan Paul is 6'2". He's got a huge reach. Like Logan Paul is, he's a pretty like stocky dude. KSI, he's like, he's he's on the shorter side. I think... It, it says that he's six foot, but he might be more so around like my height or something, five ten or some shit like that. Something like that. But yeah, I'm five eleven. But um, <coughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's not even a flex because I'm still shorter than <laughs> them. But um, he's gotten stockier. Okay, they're both like in shape okay, now. Got you. But um, yeah, I'm wondering. Personally, I think in the rematch, I think Logan Paul has an edge. So I I think he'll win. So yeah. you're predicting that uh, I'm predicting that Logan Paul will win this fight. I kind of just want Logan Paul to win just because KSI been an asshole he, lately. He has been a big asshole, bro. It's like they're both such big assholes, but especially like in the first fight, the lead up to it, it's like KSI just kept looking like an even bigger asshole and like maniac. Yeah. And I think ever since Quadeca's diss track on him, he's winded down a bit. Exactly. But he was up there, bro, in terms of like this dude is just he seems like a dick. How do you seem like just a the most cocky, most Paul? egotistical person ever? Bro, Basically, that exactly. How he is? Yeah, that's how he seemed, oh, uh, or at least man. that's how he seems sometimes. But man, I guess and, for me, uh-huh. since, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch the fight. Yeah, just because it's a fight. It's a fight. Like, come on, that's gonna be entertaining, and especially just you know the crowd and everybody who's like super into it is gonna make it even better. But it's just like objectively speaking, it's just like I just want to see like a good competitive fight. Yeah, you know I hope, what I'm saying. I hope it lasts but if rounds. somebody get knocked out, since I'm indifferent, whoever gets knocked out, I'm clowning their ass forever. <laughs> they said that there will be a knockout, bro. <laughs> and it's just like if KSI loses this fight, it's gonna be I don't know what he's gonna do because. He talked a lot of shit. Yeah, he he talks talks a, so a lot of so shit. so much egg on your face. And man. it was crazy. He talked so much shit and he st- he got the tie. And you could tell he was kind of like the fuck. Oh, well, that kind of humanized him a bit. 
to where he's not talking as much shit yeah, now. He, yeah, he he's like, <laughs> fuck, maybe I should train, like, you know, so I can knock this nigga out. But um, we'll see, man. I, uh, any predictions for y'all two? I don't have any predictions. I just, I, because I don't. You see, know, I'm going to get you, you guys to watch the press conferences and the hype behind it. So then when we come back after the fight or right before the fight, we can like give a more when like, is the passionate. Like, what uh, is August, uh, November the 9th. November 9th. Oh, November 9th. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got you. Yeah, man. So it's let, on pay-per-view? It's going to be on an app that does a lot of pro fights, um, DAZN app. Oh, okay. Yeah, so last year it was a pay-per-view. I think it's, it's I don't know how it's going to work. Either you're going to do a subscription one-time thing or like, I don't know. We'll we'll fucking see. But I want to pay for the fight. I want to watch the fight. I want to see the fight. I got to continue the story because it, it's been very entertaining. Can't lie. It's been super entertaining. And it could go either way. We're at this point now where... First case, I had all the experience. Logan Paul has the frame and like the athletic background, but now it's a little bit more even, which is crazy because they had a tie the first time. KS, I mean, Logan says he's been working on his stamina all year. He hasn't stopped boxing since the match. KSI went on tour, kind of took a big break from boxing, but he still has that that heart, that good camp, that good team. You know what I'm saying? The Mayweathers, that's wait, nothing wait, to wait, sneeze wait, at. Wait, hold up. Just, okay, so other than like... Like YouTube is each one of these guys' careers. Like that's how they make yeah. money. That's, that's their main make... thing. They also both like what do other like, stuff. What is Cass like tour doing? Like what he, he does doing? music. Oh, he makes music. music. Oh, okay. Um, but is he on tour for music? He was. He was on a tour for have the first heard, half. Have you heard year. some of his music? People were actually listening to his songs. He went on a tour, man. People were. Actually he had a tour where people to paid songs. to come see him. Yes, hey, that's man, a tour. Yeah, him and his homie Randolph. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. I don't really think his music's good either, Nemo. Ass. I can't lie. I don't, you know. Shit, rice gum. Some of rice gum shit better than him, to be honest. Oh shit! I'm just keeping a hundred with you. Got to keep it a hundred, man. It's his his music is not my taste uh, at all. And it's not even the fact that he does UK crime shit. It's nah, because it's like it's, I mean that's already it. kind of at a disadvantage for me personally. Yeah. Um, but then it's on top of that. It's like nah, bro. The bars just are not there. Yeah. The flows just are not there for me. Yeah. And yeah, bro. I mean, props to him. He's on a fucking world tour, but nah, I ain't feeling the music either. <laughs> but he was on tour for that, so Man, props. I want him to make more FIFA videos. Those, those, right. Those right. days were, were fine for him. His best song to me was that um, Jump Around remix with Waka Flocka. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> From like way back in the day when this nigga had like a fucking uh, permed out high top. <laughs> Ew, I, I remember them days. Ew. So prediction for you, Nemo, since you kind of, who do you think will win the fight? Oh, yeah, you said Logan, Paul. Yeah, Logan. So let us know. If y'all know about this situation, let us know who you think will win the fight. Watch the press conference. Watch the last fight. Let us know who you think looked better, who's going to win, if you know about this situation, which I'm sure a lot of y'all do, because it's like a big thing for the younger generation. Uh, Who will win this boxing match, KSI versus Logan Paul? Let us know what you guys think. Yeah, I really want to see how it falls down. Me too. Moving on. Top three section. Ramil, you can introduce it since you brought it up. So, so the top three segment for this week, ladies and gentlemen, is something uh, like this. (laughs) Something like this. Something like this. So, you know, as Huey said earlier, all three of us, you know, have rapped. These two are rappers, uh, more so formally than me. But I've rapped um, on a couple (laughs) of their their songs. Um, And I write raps occasionally just in my spare time like every other black kid does. So You dig? Um, I just, you know, for this week, we decided on we want to do our top three bars that we've written, which I thought would be a very interesting conversation just to, just to hear, like, 
maybe things that we haven't heard from each other that we might say in this list and to, you know, give you guys an idea of, you know, just the, the type of bars we spit. So without further ado, who would like to go first? Nobody wants to go first because I don't want to go first. <laughs> Can, um, I guess I don't know. OK, fuck it. I'll go first. All right. I'll go second. Shit, all right. So, man. OK, I hate this bar now. I hate Damn. it, I hate it, I hate it. But it's my it's my number three. It's your number three favorite, but you fucking hate it. Yeah, I hate it now, but it's my number three because of like the sentiment behind this bar okay. and where it was placed. So the bar, my number three bar is I'm lit right now, Brother Docio. Got niggas cooking and feel like polio. That's your most <laughs> iconic bar. Uh, I'm lit right now. And the now, reason I put this at number three, I don't like this bar now, because I'm maybe I'm my biggest self critic like anybody else, but um, this is actually this is actually a bar from the song that we did together. Who are y'all with our homie Trey? And it was on Huey's first mixtape, Eight Dollars an Hour. And Shout the, out. Reason, the reason I put this on my list is because I couldn't find any other bars that I like. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 I'm fucking with y'all. But I put this on the list because of the again, just the time period that, that was when we made when we helped when we uh, made that song and helped Huey put together that tape. It was a very uh, that was a good time. It was a yeah, very was good, a good period time. in our lives, like in our collective lives, like as little mid because yeah. we, were, me and Huey, were like dorming together, and Trey and Nemo were coming to the dorm every other week to work on the song and write. So, and I remember just how it felt. It was a good feeling just to work on that song and to work on that project. So, I put that as my number three because I, it's like now it's a head ass line. But at the time, I, I, iconic I, line, I thought bro. I was trying to say some shit like, like the metaphor itself is just like, really? I'm lit right now, braggadocio. Got niggas crippled in fear like polio. And then like somebody, I don't know how, like, I don't know how somebody who actually went through that might perceive that bar. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> like, just one nigga with polio at home. Like, well, man, fuck, fuck you. Bill. Damn, bro. Like, you remember, like, it reminds me of like that. You know what what influenced that line was that Kanye line where he was like, "We got this shit shaking like Parkinson's." So we were like, <laughs> "Dang, that's." So it's like, okay, I'm not trying to like harp on like somebody's. I never shit. thought about that shit. Like that. <laughs> he said, "We're gonna get this bitch shaking like Parkinson's." Wow. Okay. Like, hey. Fuck. Shout you know out. what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean, this bar is funny to me now. So like. Yeah, that's why I was on my list as my top three. Like, it's definitely like one of the funniest head ass things I've ever written. So, you know, <laughs> How, I like it for that reason. I feel you. I like that bar, man. That's, that's an iconic bar. <laughs> Thank you, bar. Though, bro. I appreciate y'all, man. <laughs> my, I won't. I won't. I was gonna say another bar, but then it might be on your list, so I won't say anything. Um, so, how long is a bar? <laughs> I know I'm a rapper, and I should know this, but what's considered a one bar? Uh, like a rhyme scheme, maybe. Yeah, I'm really just like, what, how many lines? Like one, two. Yeah, like like one or two. like two, like one or two, like one, one or two. two. Okay, yeah. well, I'm gonna cut this bitch in half. So, this bar for me, it's one of. See, I had to do the thing with Nemo. I kind of just listened to some more of my songs before we started this because I was like, I don't want to just go off the ones I just mostly remember because there is a bar in this same song that I really like, but it's probably not uh, as much of an impact as this other bar that I'm about to say. It's from my song "Sick," mm-hmm. uh, one of the most recent songs I just released. And uh, yeah, man, I just remember writing this bar and being like, oh, "That's pretty fly." So let me ex- let me say it and then explain. It. <laughs> All right, two for the money. You niggas act funny. Your customs is foreign. You right, but I ain't talking about Bentleys and Porsches. Two for the money. You niggas act funny. Your customs is foreign. You right, but 
but I ain't talking about Bentleys and Porsches. Three for the Porsche. So with that bar, the concept of the song Sick is that I'm very different from other people mm-hmm. and I'm alienated from other people, right? And with that, I was relating it to the fact of like how you know, when the pilgrims came to the Native Americans, they got sick because they brought all those diseases, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, no, no I get yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they brought all those diseases. So I was looking, I was comparing it. As I write my songs, I like to have multiple uh, interpretations for it. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking at not just me being sick, but what does it look like when a whole nother uh, uh, community affects a different community? And they're so different from each other that just how different they are is making each other, well, not making each other sick, is making this other, the natives, sick, right? Mm-hmm. And so I said, two for the money, you niggas act funny. Your customs is foreign. You're right, but I ain't talking about Bentleys and Porsches. Niggas always talk about having custom foreign whips. Yeah. I got the custom foreign. I got the foreign custom whip, right? I'm talking about your customs. The way you act is weird. It's foreign. That shit is different. Mm-hmm. The way you move. So you're right. Your, your customs are foreign, but you're not, not in the way I'm talking about. And the way you act, that shit is funny. That shit is weird. Y'all niggas act weird. And it's, just a, it's, just, it's just a creative way for me to say y'all niggas act weird to and me. I'm, y'all niggas ain't me. Pretty much. Basically. So, I like that word. Thanks. <laughs> and I like, I, like more, I like what he was trying to say, like the way you said it. Yeah. yeah that, I just took it on a bigger scale. <laughs> like, but yeah, that's what I said. That's my th- third. Nemo? Fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to like... Uh, Figure it out, you know. There's this fourth one I, I like a lot just because how funny it is. But fucking for number three, um, Nemo just scrolling through his millions of fucking yeah, double entendres. He's like, I mean, all these shits are beautiful. <laughs> He's like, I don't fuck tell you, dude. Is. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm gonna just throw this one in there just because it's funny. But this is this is a song off of. A few, well, wait, let me bring that back. Go I for it. That all. <laughs> all right, so I'm just throwing in this bar just because I thought it was funny. But this comes from a feature that I had on a song with Huey called On the Block. Oh, shit. And it's literally the first two bars. The reason why I like that bar, the reason why I put- but hold up! I knew something like that was gonna happen. Where we like hyped it up. Nemo's like, "Man, Nemo with these double entendres and all this shit." He's like, "Right, right, right." So I be on the block. She, she just sucks some cock. <laughs> so the deepest shit you ever heard. Yeah, I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> Continue. No, yeah. The reason, <laughs> the reason why this bar is on this list is because uh, we just had so much fun making that song. You know what I'm saying? And the way I said that shit just sounded fire as fuck. Because like, I said that shit like. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just came on there all raw and shit. Like, I, I changed my voice, <laughs> made, made it all deep and shit. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'll be fuck. on the block. Yeah, I was like, fuck. I'll be, I'll be on the block. <laughs> so I, don't check that shit out if y'all have it now. Yeah, Please but, don't check that shit out. But my, my delivery on that was really fire while y'all playing. I do think it was so. Fire. Yeah, I do like the bar. That's definitely one of the most memorable Nemo bars of all time. I'll yeah. be on the block. She, she just, just sucks some cock. cock. It <laughs> says a lot. It says a lot. <laughs> it paints a picture, and it pa- it paints a very vivid picture. Like when you say that, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I get I get probably I, I where can, the environment you're coming from. I can buy into this world. Yeah. I can you know buy into saying? this world. Yeah, man. Because niggas literally had to go out into the park after I, I just got some head. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. That's what I'm saying. I get the environment you're going word, for. You went for with that. Word, I definitely yeah. get that. I shit. feel you on that. So one. is that your number three or is that like the extra one? That's his number three. Oh wait. Okay. I can make that my my extra one. No. 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 no, no make no, that your number three. I, I was asking. Okay. I was asking <laughs> clarify because he said I'm gonna just throw this one in there. So I was like, Are you? Just nah, that's prevention? his number three. Okay. Okay. I should do the honorable mention afterwards. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. Shout out to. She just sucked some cock. I'll be on the block. All right, so here's my number two. It's a five song, man. Y'all sleeping. Here's my number two favorite bar that I've written. So this is definitely way different than what I fuck I just said. This is more so just like <laughs> this is th- these these final two just come from more of me just feeling the need to write how I'm feeling at the time without really trying to make a rap out of it. It just kind of okay formulated that way. So my number two favorite bar that I've written was is um. Forever stressing, forever stressing, searching for more blessings. Pray the universe shields me from the pain for my protection. Say that mm. again. Sorry. Forever stressing, searching for more blessings. Pray the universe shields me from the pain for my protection. Okay. So, yeah, I appreciate it. And I, this bar, I don't know. I mean, there's really probably no reason I came up with this bar other than just like, this is just how I feel overall. Nothing really had to happen to inspire me to write that. But it's just like, I'm always kind of in this mind state where if I'm going through shit, um, it's like I always try to find a purpose whenever I'm going through shit. Like whenever I'm going through pain and shit like that. So that kind of just made me write that bar, I guess. But it could have been literally nothing. I could have just been sitting and watching SpongeBob and broke this shit. <laughs> so like, damn, I'm, yo, damn, yo. Or maybe <laughs> it's, obviously sometimes. these are nah, things that, that are there. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta write shit down that you're feeling. But it might not have been like one specific event that inspired that. It might have just been like life. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just about life. So yeah, that's my second favorite bar. I think that's like. It's pretty straightforward. It's not really like hard to figure out. It's just like yeah. basically, I just, I just hope that the universe, the higher force, protects me from this. But at the same time, I guess that since I've learned that sometimes the universe shows you pain so that you can actually see the other side of other shit. So you know, but that's my second favorite bar. I respect that. Yeah, I don't know if it's quite as deep as Nemo's bar, but I don't know if it is either. That shit, huh? that shit too deep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't compete with sucking cock. <laughs> <laughs> Right, <laughs> I would just leave that there. Bro, that that, that sounds like a jealous ass friend. Dang, I can't compete with sucking cock. I can't I can't back. I can't do that. <laughs> just, I don't what am I gonna do? There. I can't compete with, with sucking, sucking cock. cock. <laughs> we need our friend back. <laughs> Yo, that's so weird. Oh, that sounds like some TV show shit. He's been spending so much time with his girlfriend. What am I gonna do? I can't compete with sucking cock. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Um, it's not like the bill yours. <laughs> bill more. <laughs> so my second favorite bar from myself. We got a little crossover event here. Nemo has a song that had me on it. This bar is from a song that's Nemo's song that I feature on. Oh shit. Um. Fuck. Why did I just forget what's what's the name of the song? No response. No response. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is from No Response from Nemo's um, Black my, Rose. Yeah, my Black Rose project. Yeah. I was, I think, was that the only feature in that whole project? Yeah, you were the only feature. Yeah, shout out. You know what I'm saying? That's a big gift. You dig, you dig what I'm talking about? Niggas think they flames until the Vestal Virgin skip a day at work and now they drowning in the pond. Yeah. All right, so let me explain that. So the Vestal Virgins... See, I felt very cool writing this down. Nemo's projects, um, sometimes, like, he has concepts for them, so some of them are super lyrical. Some of them are on some hype shit. 
And for this project, this project was like a very lyrical, introspective, introspective project. And I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta bring it here. You know, so I gotta say some deep shit here, right? So I was literally just watching a bunch of videos, not for this, but sometimes I just get in the mode where I'll just watch a bunch of like informative types of videos. And I was watching these videos from what's that fucking YouTube channel? ASAP Science. No, not them. Where they just show you a whole bunch of shit. It's like from it's like the TED Talk animation. Uh, YouTube channel well, or something. Know, I, I think Y'all I know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah. So I was watching that, and they'd just be telling you a bunch of shit. I was watching this one about ancient Rome, right? And the Vestal Virgins were a group of young women and girls that were tasked with keeping the flame of the city going, right? Mm-hmm. And if the flame, they had to continuously keep feeding this fire, keep the flame open 24-7, keep it going 24-7. They had to bring it to events, keep the flame going, right? To the point where if they ever, if the flame ever went out, one of the Vestal Virgins would be accused of, oh, one of y'all had sex with someone, that's why the flame went out, and one of y'all has to be killed now and replaced. Because they believed that while the flame kept going, it would keep the city burning bright. The city, it was the, the flame of the city. And... The Vestal Virgins protected it and like to the point where like if one went out and they accused you of like she's the one that did it. She's the reason why it went out. You'd be buried alive and then replaced by like another 11 year old girl or whatever. <laughs> so you had to stay a virgin. So with this, I was like niggas think they flames until the Vestal Virgins skip a day at work till they're not doing their job. Now you're drowning in the pond. So it's basically mm. just like shitting on niggas while also giving some like a deep way to get there. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's, that's where the explanation of that bar comes. I just thought that was a cool way to say that. It's like, bro, you're not as fine as you think. Like <laughs> sometimes things are out of your control. Cause like with that, the flame would just go out and, exactly. and they would just get like drowned, buried alive. It's like, you don't fucking know what'll happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, y'all niggas ain't fine. Also, here's some very sad shit about ancient Rome. <laughs> so I really yeah. like that bar. Yeah, yeah. I, I fought with that bar too, especially when you broke it down for me in the studio. Yeah. That gave me a better appreciation for that bar. Straight up. So, uh, my number two, it comes from the same project, the Black Rose Project. Stay sick while I'm in the heavens. Niggas begging for the pussy, but I learned my lessons. Snakes all across Atlanta, like a Mike Vick 7. Keep a rep. Oh, shit. Shit, I like that. Yeah, so, um, obviously, this refers to, uh, you know, niggas getting their heart broken and then eventually overcoming that shit that's what that's what that stems from for this line because you know i had plenty of situations where niggas was feeling the girl too much and then got my heart broken so <laughs> now i know now i know my lesson you know what i'm saying and snakes are all around the city of atlanta just like how mike vick's jerseys were oh, when yeah. i was a kid you know what i'm saying i had two of those for christmas so that's some cool imagery right there yeah Cause you could just remember back in the day, like early two thousands, niggas walk yeah. around. You would see nothing but the seven jersey. Exactly. Now replace that with snake ass niggas. That's kind of fine. That's actually <laughs> yeah. pretty fucking fine. Yeah, exactly. So I really fought with that song "Rock Bottom" because like the beat is just so Nas inspired. I guess I don't know. I, I fought with the sample. It's all grimy and shit. And then I just go in yeah. there. I just start yeah. spitting. It fit the tone of what you were trying to go for really well. Yeah, I think that's yeah. And that bar, like I'm like a Mike Vick seven, like that's like that a little Atlanta sauce that exactly. you just have to have in there. Like exactly, man. Being in Atlanta when Michael Vick was the shit, like that was a time in life. <laughs> that was yeah, such a time that was in a life. time in life. Like he was, he was like, yeah, he was like the 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a question. Number one bars. This is the number one bar round, man. You got to bring your best here. Oh, shit. God, I don't want to say it no more. Damn. Because <laughs> now I'm not even sure. Nah, this, just, it's I'm, just your favorite, nigga, man. It's, it's just your favorite. Even, and I'm not even sure. If, and I'm not even sure this is like my, I don't even know this is my favorite, but this is the one I remember because it was a rap. This was a part of a rap that was like one of the longest I just ever written. And oh, shit. I, get, I, I, I told you this one before. How long ago did you write this? Like, we was in Piedmont North. Oh. No, wait. No, it was I mean, last. Sophomore. It was last. It was last year, sometime. So maybe like in last summer, somewhere up in there. Okay. Um, or actually, since notes keep dates, I can actually. Uh, maybe I can. Tell since you. notes keep dates. Uh, let me hold on. I actually want to. I actually do want to find out when I wrote this. Um. All right, you know what? I'll figure it out later. It's not important. <coughs> but all right. So my number one favorite line or bars, bar that I've written, goes as follows. <clears throat> I'm torn by my reality and my vision. I'm torn by good choices and bad decisions. I feel like I'm literally losing my mind because of this grind. I feel like I'm losing time. I seek the truth, but everybody be lying. Mm, that was a whole verse. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fucking verse, right? That verse. <laughs> that was- That's why I asked, like, well, how much is a bar? Because I was going to rap, like, the whole passage. But, <laughs> but I mean, it was, yeah, it's definitely, it's maybe, it's maybe two bars. Maybe two. Is it two bars? That sounded to me about like because like eight bars. <laughs> no, it was it probably like three or four. Three or no, four. Yeah, it's, it's but, but it's, it's a stanza. I know it's, it's, it's a stanza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, um, yeah, that was just nigga sit here and rap a whole song. <laughs> it was like, so um, that's how you promote your song. You be like, oh, this is my favorite bar, and then you would rap the whole song in the hook and shit. Two minutes and thirty nine seconds of later. This, yeah, so I feel like that's probably my favorite bar. Yeah, y'all feeling uh, that? Yeah, like that. <laughs> All right, yeah, no, that's ahead. that's my number one because um. I really do feel like this a lot of times, even still now, torn by my reality and my vision, meaning that I'm stuck between having to deal with how things really are versus what I feel they should yeah. be as far as, like, my reality in the world. Like, I got to conform to this bullshit, even though it's a lot of social norms and a lot of things I wish was different with human beings. So it's like, that's my vision, and that's, like, the reality. You know what I'm saying? And Word. Torn by good choices and bad decisions. Um, everybody's made bad decisions. Like we all made mistakes and fucked up. So that's just like I'm just torn between like even though people act like they never do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some shade thrown to somebody. <laughs> he was like, No, it was just shade thrown at everyone in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody has to look at themselves in the mirror and just be like, damn, I I really fucked up on some certain things. And losing my mind because of this grind, being, you know, a filmmaker and this whole grind, plus just the grind of just trying to get your life together as a person in their early 20s, that's very stressful. Um, yeah. feel like I'm losing time. Now, that was actually, that is part of the, this part of the, I guess, the, the little rap right here is probably what a lot of people don't realize. Like, a lot of black men feel like we don't have time. So when we don't, like, that's why everything has to happen so fast. Cause it's like we want to be successful so fast. This shit has to happen now. This shit has to happen now because we feel like if it doesn't happen soon, it may never happen. Because mm. our lifespans are not that long. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or they're yeah, not, or, well, usually, and not to mention we don't always have like the generational wealth to fall back on. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We don't have that luxury. Yeah. We don't have that luxury. So it's like I feel like I'm losing time because it's like the longer you go without achieving what you want, you just get anxiety about whether you, this shit will ever actually happen for you. Real so that's shit. what I was feeling about. That's how I was feeling about it at the time. So it was like, fuck, I feel like I'm losing time. Even though everybody around me would like to remind me how young I am. So then it's like, okay, I have to like take that into account. Like I'm only fucking 22. And at this time I was probably like 
20 or 21. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, man, that's just, I guess that was just me feeling at the time, like, you know, I don't know if this shit's ever going to happen. Like, it was a lot of uncertainty as far as, like, what the future was going to hold for us as a group and just, you know, in my personal life and shit like that. And then I think the truth, but everybody be lying. Pretty simple line, like, everybody be on bullshit. You feel what I'm saying? A lot of times, like, the society is bullshit most of the time. So that those that this whole part just kind of encapsulated, like, just those three areas of my brain and shit. So I feel you. I feel like this is, like, more the one, more than definitely the more in-depth raps as far as, like, what I really feel intensively. So that's my number one. All right. Number one for your boy Huey. And I'm surrounded by zombies in the land and the options. Slowly walking the coffins and drinking bliss like it's coffee. This is from my $8 an hour project. Oh, Let me explain. So while I was working at a minimum wage job, that's what my whole project is about. The the different emotions that come to you while you're young and like dealing with like being broke <laughs> and having a minimum wage job dealing with a whole bunch of shit. And on the title track, I really get in depth of like what it felt like to work there. Like when I was working at that job, I was legitimately probably, I mean, I've been depressed a lot of times throughout my life, but that was probably the time where I was the most depressed. Maybe. Hey, working at family dollar. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm working sure at, working at, working at family dollar, bro. I was legitimately physically, physically feeling depressed like you know yeah, no, when you that. get so yes jaded that you're like i can feel something in my stomach like yo i feel sick yeah. i feel yeah i feel like i'm dying here yes yeah and that's how i felt that's how i felt at that particular job right but while i was there i had a lot of co-workers some of them most of them were older than me i was the youngest person there everybody was older than me and a lot of them were like 30 you know, 40 shit like that. And I would go throughout my life, go throughout my day, just talking to other people in the workplace, looking at these people. I'm like, all right, just taking note, like you're 60, you're working here, you're blah, you're working here. Even people that have good jobs, like maybe a good office job or something doing like fucking, well, I don't know, logistics at some random nuclear plant or something. You're like 80, right? So you work here your whole life. And looking at life like that, the, I was trying to look at how, life through the way other people do because a lot of people especially the people at my family dollar we were all just working to get to the weekend working to get to the weekend i was and they work to get the weekend get high get drunk and fuck back around come shit. back on monday just do that all every day they never think about it they just do that every day get high go yeah. do that every day next thing you know i've been here for a year oh, i've been here for five years oh i've been here for 10 years oh, i've been here for 15 years oh, i'm a general manager i've been here for 25 years yeah. and then i'm still you know that's I'm still sad. Working at my yeah, you know what I'm saying? And that, that, that works for certain people. But for me, it was the epitome of like, I would hate this life. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm surrounded by zombies in the land of no options. We're, I'm surrounded by a bunch of people who have no ambition, not to shit on them, not that they didn't have ambition, but we're trapped in a place to where they're not searching for any ambition. A lot of them were just kind of like, whatever, I'm here. Right. And we're all slowly just dying. We're all dying. But the difference between me and you is you guys are just, you're not thinking about it. You're not thinking about it. You're just like, let me get high. I don't care. So yeah, and ignorance is bliss. So they're drinking bliss like it's coffee. Just every morning, hit that joint, drink a little bit. Fuck it. I'll go to work. Fuck it. Oh, shit. I really been there for two years. You know what I'm saying? You just snap. And I, I wouldn't allow myself to do that. And so I was just torturously aware of how miserable I was. Yeah. And I just had to get up out of there, man. So that line really stuck with me. 
And it will always remind me of how depressed I was at that particular job just because of the situation and the environment. And that whole year, while I was being an adult, I wasn't in school. I was just looking at people like, man, what the fuck is my life going to be? Like, am I just going to end up like this? Am I just going to end up here forever? Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah I definitely yeah. feel that shit, dude. That, and I wanted to give that imagery of like, yeah, everybody just walking around dazed, eyes low. Fuck it. We getting through the day. Right. Like zombies. Like, man, fuck, like, fuck, fuck yeah, it. bro. Because that's exactly how I feel sometimes when I walk in the city of Atlanta, just seeing like people's nah, faces. Man, yeah, a lot of people are like that. I feel like that re- reflects a lot of society. It's a lot of shit that we don't want to be going on that's going on. And we're just like, fuck it. Whatever. We just get through it. Like, you know? <laughs> you never yeah. know what's behind the veil. And a lot of times you just turn to ignorance to just get through it, yeah. which I can't fault people for, but I've never... Been able to, be to do that. Person, I've never yeah. been able to do that. So yeah. <coughs> Shout out to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. Yeah, that, um, I really like that project, the eight dollars an hour project. I feel like you covered a lot of interesting yeah. topics on there, especially that last song. Yeah. That's, Just so y'all know, one of my favorites one on there. If y'all go back and listen to a lot of these, my old um, album, like technically, like. Uh, mixing wise and all that it sounds pretty amateur. That was my first venture, but uh, we've gotten a lot better now. So don't judge me too harshly. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Everybody's first project never going to be. Yeah, I feel you on that. All right, uh, my number one bar I had, and here's a quick little disclaimer. If it's, what, if it's what I think it is, oh my gosh. Okay, go ahead. Quick <laughs> <laughs> little disclaimer, y'all. Y'all got to be careful with what y'all write in your bars because. Sometimes that shit comes to life. It does. It okay. manifest. <laughs> yeah. So this is one of those bars that slick. Oh, wait. Not 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 really. But I, I realize that when I'm looking back at all these lyrics, I realize that I have a lot of bars that ended up coming to life. And mm-hmm. those are bars that shouldn't have come to life. Yeah. But um, here's one. So I said... We spend a week without a smile like I'm giving a curse Often stop to just to think and observe Blood thicker than some melanin protruding the skirt I knew it was gonna be that one Cause I remember you walked to me in the fucking library We were filming Childish, I think We were about to either film Childish or we were filming Childish at the time This man walked to me, I was right by the fucking Zaxby's and I remember this shit because I remember <laughs> I never heard nobody say Like the melanin protruding the skirt Like that's a very creative way to say what he was trying to say Word. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That shit. Yeah, that shit was fine. Now, <laughs> I really like this. I really like this entire song. To be honest, because it is one of those songs where I was just talking my shit, just explaining to you what, what I was thinking, how I was feeling, and with this song, traumatized, it came off of my first official project, bittersweet, and I really fucked with the flow on this. So. I was like, fuck it, I gotta, I gotta really spit some shit. So for this particular line, though, I said I could go a week without a smile, I can give it a curse, because, you know, who, who really wants to go a long time without smiling? Yeah. And I say I'm gifted a curse because, like, that's, that's something that's rare. You don't really see it, a person that can, like, not be able to do a facial expression for a, a period of time, I don't know. But, um... And then I said, often stopping just to think it's blood thick. Yeah, I saw that blood thicker than melanin, which means I saw that uh, blood that was really close to me, family, can still disappoint you, just like how uh, you old heads don't like mumble rap. 
<laughs> and, and I said that it's thicker than melon and protruding in a skirt because you know what I'm saying everybody everybody likes them melanin Girls yeah, like got fat ass. Yeah, you know, good fat ass. Well, you just stated the lamest term. It look like that fat ass. You know what I'm saying? That's what we like. Right now. <laughs> like, like protruding the skirt. So blood thicker than that, bro, that's can still big, disappoint you. That's like very close family then. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And for a lot of us, it, it'd be your own parents. So you that, that's how it was for me for this bar. Um so yeah, man, that's really one of my favorite songs that I ever wrote. I'd be sleeping on that song though. I'd be sleeping on that. my own song. <laughs> yeah, I really like that song. I like that personally. song too, man. And I like I knew it was gonna be that bar. I knew Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was excited as fuck when I like, was like I was writing this like in your in y'all's dorm. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I came up with it, I was like, yo, this shit hard. What do y'all think? <laughs> and then y'all said, Yeah, it's, it's pretty like, cool. This shit yeah. is whack, dude. <laughs> fuck this fucking whack ass song, bruh. No, yeah. that shit's dope. Did y'all, did y'all did y'all say that y'all wanted to hear the uh, the fourth one that I had, like the honorable mention? Sure, you can. I have one too. Okay, um, so this honorable mention is an unreleased song. It was supposed to go on Black Rose, but I took it off. Uh, exclusive, Lonely yeah. Podcast exclusive. <laughs> yeah, I said I'm never raw steak. I eat on all plates. You a lost case eating all bait. I keep my mama face with my daddy name. Now that's a heartache. Oh wow! Oh wow! Explain. <laughs> okay, never raw steak. And I, I don't mean what I, I don't know what I meant by uh, <laughs> I, by raw steak. I don't know what I meant by that. But I said I eat on all plays, meaning I I'm greedy as fuck. I'm all about whatever I'm about to get. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I said that compared to me, you niggas over there, y'all eating all bait, meaning fuck y'all eating all bait, fuck. Now that one has a meaning, but I'm trying to figure out what exactly the meaning is. <laughs> <laughs> now that one has a meaning, but I'm trying to figure out what it is. What the fuck was I thinking? Bait in terms of like fish food? Not no, not 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 literally like fish food, but you know, like just bait, like bait. Yeah, you, you niggas are eating all bait. Uh, and then the, the last line is really where the meaning is for me. I keep my mom in face with my daddy name. That's a heartache. Now I look exactly like my mom, but I got the exact same name as my dad. And they're completely two different people, and since they're two completely uh, since they're two different people, I have to hear from them all the time, and that should be so annoying when they when their differences are. Man, that should be so fucking that's annoying. A, that, no, that I understand that. I think you right like your dad a little bit, man. Well, I, I probably got his nose or whatever, but <laughs> <laughs> the type of shit. No, I feel that. I feel that. Uh, he was on the I'm kind of mad that y'all had y'all were able to give like 18 bars. And I would have kept going a little longer. <laughs> oh, well, you know shit, well. <laughs> but I got a couple other lines here. Uh, the o- the only other honorable mention that I have is from my song "I'm Happy for You," and it's this section that was like super super true while I was writing this song and even now. Um, all this stressing can't be good for my my health, and I doubt me too much, so I can't trust myself. Mm. Man, come on now. Everybody's been through that shit. Self-explanatory. I can't even trust myself as much as I shit on other people. I stress a lot about stuff. That can't be good for me because, a lot, like I said, whenever I'm intently depressed or stressed, I, I can feel a physical reaction. And I'm like, this can't be good for me. I got to be. It's probably killing brain cells or something Yeah. because I feel horrible and I doubt myself too much. So I can't even trust myself. Sometimes you get like that, you know, you just have those times where you're down on yourself, you're beating yourself down, you're just like, you fucking suck. So it's like, I can't even trust my own opinion. 
Cause like you know you're not you know you know what I'm saying you're not supposed to be thinking like that you know you're not a fucking worthless person, but yeah. sometimes you think like that so it's like I don't know which which side of myself to trust right yeah. but yeah that's it that'd be the hardest shit when you don't when you have to question when you, when you have to question yourself that means you're doing some shit that you even you don't like about yourself it's like who do you blame when you're the problem of your problem like you're the cause of your own problems it's like even trust everybody myself. everybody has that kind of inner conflict so I definitely can relate to that line yeah. I hope you uh, enjoyed us stroking our own egos <laughs> for about 15 minutes. You dig with our own bars. But, but let's move on to our show and tell segment. We haven't had a show and tell in a minute. Like a legit show and tell? Yeah, like a legit show and tell. Well, not legit, but like a, like a, you know, you know like a you know proper formal. A traditional. 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 That's the word we were looking for. Traditional. Traditional show and tell. Who wants to, who wants to go ahead and take, bite the bullet? Uh, fuck, it, fuck it, I'll get my shit out the way. Okay. So, for my show and tell today, I'm here to tell you guys about this new college football game I just dropped. Mm-hmm. I, I downloaded that shit over the weekend, and, you know what I'm saying, I've really followed that shit, you know what I'm saying? Because really what, really the kicker for me is the edit suite. You can create all 132 teams. I mean, not 132. You can create all 130 teams. They have a college football mode where... Uh, you 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 can you coach your school and you recruit recruit all your players and shit. I haven't even touched the logo editor in there, and that shit's only thirty dollars. So if you want to go ahead and pick that shit up and create you some football teams, get you a, a little break from Madden, then that's what I I suggest this game. But like, don't expect the animations to be all perfect because you know it's three people making the game. So you know, but yeah. What's I, the name of the game? Maximum Football Nineteen. So you can download that shit to your PS4, your Xbox right now. It's only $30. All right. I'll go next. Maximum football, 19. (laughs) You dig? Tight. All right. I have two questions for you guys to choose from and then answer. Okay. Ready? Mm Mm-hmm. So you can either answer this question, which is, how many five-year-olds do you think you could beat up at one time? Like, how many five-year-olds do you think it would take to take you down? Like, you versus, like, you think you could take two. Of course you could take two five-year-olds in a fight, yeah. right? But how many? And then the second question is, what's the craziest thing you would do for $500? So you could choose between the two and just answer. Uh, wow. Um, <laughs> or you could answer both if you want. Uh, the I'll answer thing both. I can't even imagine the craziest thing I could do for For $500. $500. Five hundred. I, I, I can't even imagine it. So I'd probably be able to take on about five five rolls, maybe two. <laughs> five or two? <laughs> it'll probably, it'll Dang, probably. bro, you think six five year olds would beat your ass? Maybe. Damn, that's a, that's a lot of people. I, it would probably take maybe 15 or 20. Oh, shit. 15 or 20. Oh, shit. <laughs> 15 or 20. <laughs> I need me a whole class of them. To yeah, it probably, like, there are five-year-olds? <laughs> like, like, I need just, me a whole oh, school. Wait, hold man. up. You said five-year-olds. You, you talking about girls and boys? Five-year-olds, man. Why you got to be gender-specific, man? Because if it's, <laughs> yeah. if, it's, if it's three girls that's whooping Nemo ass, <laughs> three five-year-old girls just whooping the shot of Nemo? Hey. It's, it's five year olds, man. They're, hey, it's three, five. I'll how many five year olds? It's a random. It's random. Okay, Randomly I'll say fifteen. Generated. I'll say fifteen to twenty. Fifteen to twenty. <laughs> fifteen to twenty. Legitimately, it doesn't take that many because I ain't going down like that. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest scene of all time. All right, and um, what's the greatest thing you do for five hundred dollars? You said you'd answer both. Damn. Would you kiss a pigeon? Five hundred dollars. Would you kiss a monkey on the mouth? A girl monkey. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? No homo. <laughs> <laughs> that almost made me throw up. Um, Would you do it? For $500? <laughs> for $500? Would you kiss a girl monkey on the mouth for $500? I mean, if it's a peck, then yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, man, that's gross, bro. All right, so you would do that, but is that the craziest thing you'll do? I don't know. That's if that's, uh, that's, that's pretty probably, damn out there. That's pretty crazy. Would so. you? Would you? Would you swim with sharks for five hundred dollars? No, like something like that. Like you mean like I would. No hell, five hundred out and nah. Yeah, I, I, I'll swim with sharks for five hundred. People do that shit all the time. Scuba divers. Nah, nah, fuck all that. Yeah, no, I'll do that. That would be dope. Get paid for but that. I, can't, I might I can't. do that shit for free. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, you know, what I'm saying I like shit like that. <laughs> well, so, so what's the craziest thing you'll do for five hundred dollars, Huey? Mm. I ain't kissing no monkey, y'all niggas. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so you swim, swim with sharks, I guess. So you swim with sharks, but not kiss a monkey, nigga. Yes, I'm not kissing no fucking I'm nasty kissing my ass family, monkey, dude. Nigga. Come on now, a glass. I'm kissing my fucking family, <laughs> yo. <laughs> it's easier with swimming than people. Then that's you know. fucked up. Nah, bro, I can't kiss no monkey. That's gross. Um, I mean, it is gross, but I've seen people like yeah, just give that. them I'll, pecs. I would rather swim with sharks than kiss a monkey on the mouth for five hundred dollars, definitely. I guess that's the craziest thing. Like it's like something like craziest thing. Like would you? Oh, would you bungee would, jump from a helicopter like Will Smith, five hundred dollars. Oh man, hold up. That shit. Is, uh, I think I might need more for that. I don't know. I think I might need too more much. For that. It's too much. Yeah, I think I'm, I, I think that's too like for me like jumping out of a plane, mm-hmm. bungee jumping out of a helicopter, mm. bungee jumping. Oh, okay. So it's not like skydiving. No, you're connected to a cord. You jump. You dangle, you jump. Oh, for five hundred, yeah, okay, I might do that. Might be a little scarier than skydiving. Yeah, would you rather do that or skydive, bungee jump or skydive? Oh, wait, just I think I think skydiving might be more because there's no cord. Yeah, where there's a cord you have to pull, but there's nothing connected to you. Mm -hmm. So I think skydiving might be more of a. I I personally would say, say, excuse me, skydiving because that's more of a like. That's crazy. I yeah. feel like a lot of people would choose skydiving over bungee jumping, even though bungee jumping, there's a guaranteed cord. Yeah, like there's, there's, it's safer. But that's, for, that's I think that's the reason why the crazy part of me wants to do the crazier shit. It's like, if I do this shit, I can say I did this shit. Because I kind of did bungee jumping kind of sort of already. Huh? When yeah. did that happen? Well, it wasn't like, well, actually, no, that's, that's that's not really considered bungee. It was like that glide shit. Oh, yeah. That's, that's not really that. That's, that's almost Same, similar, yes, but not. You know. But it was in Florida. It wasn't the one at Six Flags. It was like a really big one. And I had to pull the cord. And so, like, I kind of did something similar to that. So maybe that's why I want to do something totally different, like skydiving. Mm. So, you know. So did we answer the question? Craziest thing we do for $500? Yeah, I kiss a monkey. But you you didn't say how many five-year-olds you could take. Yeah. Me? Yeah, how many five-year-olds would it take to beat your ass? <laughs> Nigga. Putting the lino shit. I think about 20. I think I did too. <laughs> yeah. 20, five year olds. Both of y'all said 20, so fuck it, 10. <laughs> <laughs> I th- honestly, I think 20 might be the limit for me, though. That's a lot of fucking little yeah, kids. Yeah, that's a lot man. of little kids, man. Like, I'm shit. Okay, I, we do get tired. Yeah. Like, even if I, I would push- just have to keep moving around. And kicking them and shit. Yeah. So yeah. like, cause I gotta take them on like one at a time. I can't fight all twenty at once. That's a different story. Well, they're fighting. You know what I mean? Like I gotta. Yeah. You know what I'm saying you gotta try not to let them all jump on you at once and beat your ass. Right, Damn! Right. What important questions? Like, where are these five year olds from? 
Because these are like Chicago five year olds. <laughs> I don't know. Damn, I'm feeling dog. deja vu right now. I'm feeling deja vu right now. Yeah. I don't know why I am, but I feel like we might have talked you about You feel this like we before. fought five year olds before? No, I feel like we talked about fighting five year olds before. Shit, Not fighting the five year olds before. <laughs> Yo. That sounds so bad. <laughs> Not fighting five year olds before. Dang. But I don't know. I the feel possibility like, of fighting five year olds? Or fighting something that we had to fight them all at once at time. Not I don't know. Maybe that was just me thinking, but I wasn't there for that one. I don't think I was there for that one either, sir. You were, because it was something all three of us were talking about. So both of y'all were there, but I don't remember what the conversation was. But Past life shit. About 20. Yeah, about 15, 20, somewhere in there. Yeah. 20, yeah. Yeah. That was was the most, like, thought-provoking show and tell you've brought. (laughs) Right. That's the most thought-provoking. All the other shit I've said. But I guess it was. It was just like, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that. But that was actually, those are actually pretty good questions. Let us know how many five-year-olds you could fight uh, consistently without getting beat up. And also, what's the craziest thing you do? Man, you said it like you're about to give away some gift cards. For $500. <laughs> Let me know now for a chance at nothing at all. But I would like to know. We may read some of them off. That would yeah, be fun. that would be cool. So yeah. let us know. Uh, speaking of reading stuff off, you guys can read my Instagram name. Uh, when you go, <laughs> would you follow me on Instagram? No. <laughs> do, do over. That was, that was horrible. Do but over. I, no, no do overs. No. Nah, keep this shit in. That man said I'm it. proud of that joke. H U E Y R E V O L U T I O N. At Huey Revolution on everything Spotify, SoundCloud, Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't have a Twitter yet. If y'all may, want me to make one, I might make one. Just make one for the fuck of it. The other two members are going to have one. Maybe, make one. maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah, <laughs> Huey Revolution on everything. Hit me up. Follow us all together as a collective at Lomid Productions on Instagram and at Lomid on YouTube. Check in. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So from our show and tell, um, this is going to be like a conversation. So like, what is one? Oh, shit. I is, said all that shit. Yeah. Like, like you didn't, didn't have a wanna, show and, and tell. I didn't want to say shit. Oh, fuck. I didn't want to say shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't want to say shit. I was going to interrupt him oh. and be like, okay, nah. I'm oh, going to let him realize shit. that I haven't fucking gone yet. Oh, my God. Damn, I'm <laughs> We're sorry. tired as fuck. It was a long weekend. We've been doing vlogging. It's been a long weekend. You know what I'm saying? We've been, you know what I'm saying? We got lit. <laughs> But nigga, I was trying to tell you that, but I didn't want to interrupt. I was like, okay. Oh, well. fuck. I'm and sorry. I, I wasn't about to say my social media. I was just trying to be like, you know what? So my fucking show and tell. Oh, <laughs> it's all good, bro. It's all good, bro. It happens. Bro, I've been doing rehearsal five, five, <laughs> five times a week. Yeah, man. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, go for it. All right, so my show and tell. What is one social norm that really bothers you guys? Like a social construct that we re- that we really don't like. Mm. That's actually a really good Ooh. question. I think I have one. What's up? It's gonna make me sound like a fuckboy. Whatever. <laughs> shit, we shit, we've been labeled as such. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, let me think it through first. How to how to present this? Because social norms really just, bro. Like. Some of them are just like, why do they exist? Do you have one? Yeah, I give, do. Give an example. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so I don't like, like, okay, don't get me wrong. Like the holidays and stuff, they're a nice time generally. Everything <laughs> like, but to me, it just seemed like everybody be just on some fake ass shit during the holidays. Like everybody has to act like they're like, like people that Happy. you don't have the people that you don't fuck with. You gotta like. 
be cordial with. And not saying like I know like these this time is for positivity and for togetherness and family and all that kind of shit. <laughs> but but like next week it's gonna be the yeah same next fuck week shit. is gonna be like the same fuck shit after this day. Mm-hmm. So like I guess the social norm for me is just like holidays bring a change of pace to how people act. Yeah. So but sometimes like I feel like I don't know that kind of. It just comes up as like, what's the point of this if it's not real? Like, it's not how you really feel. You're just saying that because it's like the 25th of whatever day. Like, you're going to hit, like, you know, when Christmas come around, that person or that, you know, things going to come around, people text you. You'd be like, you text me because it's Thanksgiving. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I think the social norm just surrounding holidays or something like an example like that or like just how people act or another social norm that annoys me is kind of like how, like, I don't like how guys have to act like we don't have emotions <laughs> sometimes, like how they train us to kind of like not be in touch with our emotions. Bro, you sound like a pussy, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I was, was going to say something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, go, you can go ahead and just chime in. Oh, uh, if y'all are ready. Yeah. I, I didn't want to take up the whole segment. Uh, yeah, I hate that shit too. Uh, we need to see what's going on with our bros. You know what I'm saying? It, it ain't nothing wrong with all that. You sound like a pussy too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch ass nigga. <laughs> and then I just start crying. Right. <laughs> no, nah, I feel you. Um, all right, here's my social construct. I'm going to try to word this properly, but it's not going to come out right no matter what. So here it is. So you know dating, right? As a concept. Monogamous <laughs> <laughs> relationships? I'm talking. Oh, just Huh? Like, What'd you say? Oh, I thought you monogamous. said long distance relationships. Monogamous I got scared. No, I got no, no. scared no, no, when no, no, he no. said that. I was like, "Huh?" You mean like monogamous? I got flashbacks when he said that. <laughs> or you mean like <laughs> you mean dating as in I'm seeing somebody exclusively? Or dating I'm talking as in about like, dating as a concept. Okay, okay. Because nowadays, see, everything you just said is the problem. Okay. Nowadays, people think that dating is like as soon as you start talking to somebody you're interested in, you put all your energy in them. And you're like, don't talk to nobody else. You don't weigh none of your other options. And you're dating them, at least in our generation, this is what I've been getting. You're dating them, and then it's like, you're talking to me. We should be striving. Like, I don't even fucking know you yet. Right. Whatever happened to dating, like, people, and then you start picking one person to go you steady start to filter with. filter out. Nowadays, I feel like people are just like, yo, nah, like, you talking to me, you talking to me. That's it. It's like, I feel like that's the worst way to go about relationships because, I mean, unless you just like see everything you see want to see in that one person, because it's just like, that's so limiting. You don't know who's the best for you until you've explored, ex- you know what I'm saying? Until you've talked to more than one person at a time, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't know, especially with people around our age, I'm just like, I think that mentality is a bit childish. And it's it's definitely become a social construct now to where it's like, oh, y'all talk. Then it's like, oh, you're talking to just her. You're talking to just him. And people expect you now to just like, as soon as we start talking, oh, it's all about me. And I'm like, I don't even fucking know you yet. You could be a fucking psychopath. And then like I put all my eggs in this one basket and I'm like, what the fuck? I look like an idiot. Like, you know what I mean? I just think people should get to know people more before they put all their energy in one person. Don't just be smitten with someone from your first attraction or from like one date. It's insane to me. Yeah. And, and that's th- why a lot of people break up so fast, I think, personally. No, yeah, obviously. Yeah, uh, I, you, I agree. You break up fast when you fall too fast because you don't really get to know the person enough and get to know the nuances. And I actually think now, now to your point, or actually to counter your point, I think that a lot of times nowadays people will talk to a lot of, talk to a lot of people at one time. And then because of, you know, I'm saying we have technology and there's so many ways for us to communicate. So I think the communication 
which is kind of still supporting your point, is the reason why people want exclusivity so fast in some cases because a lot of people just have trust issues about like, oh, I thought you were only talking to me, but I don't know what you're doing on your phone when you're not around me. Well, then that's my social norm. I wish that it wasn't a social norm that like you always like have to be in a relationship. Like figure out who you are first. Yeah. No, like date people, have some fun. And I, but that's the social norm. It's like, are you single or are you like in a relationship? You know, that I think, shit I think that's where, I think that's where situationships come from though, bro. I think that's where they bro, do come but from. but they never last. They, they don't never last. last. They're always on some other shit. They're always like either. I don't even. Not man, in a way that. I don't they, even think people believe in that shit anymore. People just think you're talking to them and you're like finna be with them or you're not. Like I don't know. I man. think so, bro. That's how. Know. That's. that. Yes. Yes. That's what I think. I mean, those. Are, I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. I it's, a social, it's definitely a social norm to like mostly, mostly like look, be looking to be in a relationship. And yeah. like if you're not, then you're looked at as like you're weird. Yeah, okay, like you you're talking about like the purpose of you talking to that person and and most people's minds they're thinking like you're supposed to be building towards something serious and you're saying like, "Well, I could just be one to just date." I think you know? when you tell people like I'm dating, at least at this stage in our lives, they're like, "The huh? What are you talking? Like that's weird." Yeah, because nowadays yeah. yeah, people are so used to just being able to just have or be in situations just with multiple people. So when you're saying I'm dating, I'm not taking anything too seriously. I'm just out here just doing Bro, casual I don't dating. Know. I don't think people are in situationships with multiple people like that. I think that's cap. I think niggas just be like saying, nah, like I'm with you. And they just have like side bitches or, oh, vice, or vice versa. Too. Yeah. Or vice versa. Too. But like, seriously, somebody, I have yet to meet a girl that's like, yeah, I'm just dating. Like I'm just dating right now, but maybe they say it in a different way. Like if a girl says, "I'm I'm not out here looking for anything," whatever happens, happens. That could possibly that probably means she's dating. I don't know, bro. You know, but it's all about communication with that kind of shit, though. It's all about communication. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> You're de- I hate when you have to decode shit. Then, like, yeah, but you, yeah. that means I'm dating. Like, no, I'm dating means I'm dating. Yeah, but shit. To be honest, that's just people and that's relationships and that's. That's a norm, that, bro. Yeah, that is a like, norm. Especially like at our age, it's like, we're still young. Why are we have to like be getting married and shit? Like, I don't even know myself. I'm broke as fuck. And that's not to say like, yeah, and like most for most people, yeah. It's, that's not to say that people who get married at 18 don't go on to be married forever. Some people do. But it's like for hey, most man. people, uh, some people, it's just, it all depends on what you really want or what you really feel. I'm sure some people do, but. It's not the majority, I don't even though. know that many people. Bro, I don't even know that many married people, like <laughs> in general, that are like from our parents' generation that stayed together. I don't know, man. Nemo, your thoughts on this? Um, honestly, I completely agree with Huey and uh, where he's coming from, because uh, yeah, I've had experiences like that where it just pissed me off. Yeah, bro. Where people were trying to like, I guess, be t- too serious or something. Yeah. Nah, bro. It's just and, the, and expectation. the expectation. Because like, you should yo, do as this. soon as you start talking to a girl. Sometimes they're like, oh, he's talking to me. Like, we're only me. We're a thing now. And it's like, yeah. we just met. We oh, yeah, just yeah, met. Yeah. And I think also. And they're looking at you yeah. crazy. You have to go out of your way. I'm on my little soapbox. I'm on some fuckboy shit, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You have to go out of your way to make it clear, like, no. If I didn't say it, then that means that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just not say it because yeah. you're, you're a bad guy. You know, whatever. Because then if you don't say it, you're just going to fuck her head up. Which I don't. Which think, a lot I don't think that's how it should be. I think there should be open communication. If you yeah, don't, that's what I was saying. If you don't say anything, yeah. then there shouldn't be anything expected. Right, 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 right. You're right. If, but 
just that being said, I will always go out of my way as a man to make sure that that because that's just not how the world is. So don't be looking at me like I'm just out here fucking playing with being like, <laughs> oh, well, you never fucking said like not. Nah, nah, I'm like, not you, on you're that. not going to buy her a diamond ring and be like, well, you know, I never said we were. Together. I'm not on that. I'm not going <laughs> to lie and say that I never kind of was on that mentality just because I didn't know how it affected people. Mm-hmm. But I don't do that. Like I, I tell people what I'm on from the beginning before anything and i think that's the mature way i agree with you that that's the mature way to go but every I was, time i do that but pe- see like you but see 20 times out of 21 the cash 22 is even if you decide to move that way or whatever you can't like if you decide to go with it like that and just say up front this is what i'm on or whatever like that whatever the reaction is oh no i don't you care know, yeah about to say you can't, whatever the reaction know. is it's fine but it's just kind of weird that most of the time i think the reaction is it's like, negative it's like huh i thought we were immediately gonna be like together now like what we haven't even been talking for like a month we've literally just had this conversation for the first time i don't like i don't i'm not pressed like nobody has to talk to me nobody has to do whatever they don't want to do but i just hope that it's actually what you don't want to do and i mean i just hope you're doing actually what you want to do and not what society is like well you need to be with someone right now Right, these certain standards you You get too attached to people too early. Yeah, these certain standards that other people have about your love life or like about love life in general. Like, well, if he's not doing this, then you know what I'm saying. It's like you know, maybe I'm just on some bullshit, whatever. No, I I see what you're saying. (laughs) Well, let us know what y'all think about this topic in the Discord and everything like that, because this is definitely something like just social norms in general, like a social norm that bothers you that Mm -hmm. you wish didn't exist or that would change. You know what I'm saying? Or Stretching it off from social norms to even gender norms, which is under social norms. But you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Just let us know what y'all think in the Discord because there's definitely some shit that as humans we need to fucking discuss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That rarely gets talked about. So, definitely. You know, that was my show and tell for this week. So, you- also, I hate how it's normal to go straight into college after high school. But yeah, well, I'm not gonna we ain't do that, that shit though, so we're a little bit abnormal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all are the lucky ones to me. <laughs> You went straight. To, you went straight to perimeter after high school. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I don't like that shit either. I don't like college as a social norm. I don't like college. Oh. <laughs> Period. Fuck yeah. As in anything. Yeah. Let's just end the show like that. I don't like college. Fuck college. Follow me at. Yeah, that'll Huey. be the title of the show. Fuck college. Fuck college. Follow me at Huey Revolution. Nobody else has any more show and tells, right? <laughs> nah. Follow oh, me. Wait, wait, wait. Actually. Okay. I, uh, kick is shutting down. Oh, October to nineteenth. Y'all got any memories? kick i have plenty we should talk about that in the next episode yeah okay, next cliffhanger. let's plant that seed next episode we're gonna be discussing kick moments Rest god damn. peace kick mm-hmm. talk was, about you on the next episode we'll give, <laughs> we'll give him we'll give its eulogy on the next episode yeah if, y- y'all know y'all should know where to follow us yeah but in case you don't you can follow me <laughs> in case you don't I had to switch up in case you don't you can follow again like he said us at Loma Productions on Instagram you know what I'm saying vlog coming soon podcast coming soon oh, yeah we're working on vlogs we're, yeah we, 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 got, we got some shit in the mix for y'all you know so we just haven't not been doing shit for the yeah, past couple months since we posted on our channel yeah, so, we've we just been cooking up really yeah we've been we've been inviting our time doing shit so you can follow us on low you can follow us at Loma Productions on Instagram and follow our YouTube channel low mid on YouTube um, and you can follow me this is Ramil speaking at King Ramil on Instagram um, and yeah just keep um, keep up with us most shit is coming and we're still on the way up so you know what I'm saying it's never stopping you dig and uh, if you don't know where to follow me then you can find me on Instagram YouTube uh, Twitter at Nemo the Zeus N-E-M-O-T-H-E Z-E-U-S 
Yeah, come follow. Oh shit, follow me on Twitter at King Mills since I just made a fucking Twitter. If, and follow you on your own Twitter too. Yeah, because it's coming. I don't have a Twitter, but listen to my new song, Going Out Sad. Peace. Yes.